Luke chapter 17. Let's go to verse... Twenty-five. The Bible says in Luke 17, verse 25, But first uh, must he suffer many things and be rejected of this generation. That's the Lord speaking of himself, that he will uh, die on the cross. Amen. Uh, the Jews could not understand. They were looking for peace at that time. They were looking for their king to come and uh, bring peace on the earth. But the Lord, uh, through the prophets, have preached from uh, Genesis all the way up to when he came in Matthew that he must first suffer. There must sin in order to have peace. Sin has to be dealt with. And Jesus was our sacrifice. Amen. For that sin and peace will come uh, when Christ returns. But first must he suffer many things and be rejected of just this generation. Verse 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be, or in the days of the Son of Man, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. Uh, they did eat, uh, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage. That's just speaking of their living, just life. Uh, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also as it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Let's open in prayer. Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for its power. Thank you for, Lord, just revealing things to us. Uh, through the Holy Spirit of God and your word, the word of God, the precious book. I pray, Lord, you'll help us, Father. Help us to understand things. May the Holy Spirit be our guide and teacher in all things. And ye need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing which we have received shall teach you all things, Lord, by the Spirit of God that's in us. Lord, open our eyes to the scriptures, to the preaching, Lord, to the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Lord, I pray you open our hearts to truth. Strengthen us as we serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated. As it was in the days of Noah. As it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be when Christ returns. Uh, God lists two judgments that happened in our history. One being the great flood, which is... Uh, Irrefutable, you cannot refute the flood. The signs are everywhere, whether it be all the sea life they found on the highest mountains, whether it be all the way the, uh, all the archaeologic uh, um, formations were formed. Everything points to the flood. They try to repeat it, come up with more and more and more theories of this explosion and that evolution and this ice age. Instead of just saying, you know what, let's just believe the flood because it all points to it anyway, and so on and so forth. And there's more and more and more discoveries all the time, but I don't need any of it to prove the flood. The, fruit, the flood proves them all, amen? I don't need anything to prove God's word. Uh, I let God's word show 
me the way. Amen? God's word is the truth, and we need to just believe God's word, and God will open your eyes to everything that's about you. I don't allow science to dictate the word of God. I allow the word of God to dictate to me science. Amen? Because man's ways will always change. Uh, you, you know the dinosaurs we grew up with? Even Jurassic Park, they said they don't exist anymore. Now there's a whole new realm of dinosaurs and so forth because they discovered these bones and so forth. Listen, science always changes, theories always change because there's nothing but theories. The only concrete proof we have is this concrete book right here, amen? And uh, it's never been and can never be disproven because it is the absolute truth from heaven. God's word was never written. God's word was given. Amen? This is an eternal book. Uh, you hear it say, well, this was written in about, no, it wasn't written at the time. It was given at that time. That's when God gave it to man. Uh, this book is eternal book, though. It does not have a written date. It has a given date. Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen? That's when it came. As you read the Word of God, the Word of God came unto the prophets. It came unto Jeremiah. It came unto Ezekiel. It came upon uh, men that were, uh, had hearts for God and allowed God's Word to come into our hearts now as we turn our hearts to Him. Let's go to Genesis chapter 6, the great flood. Genesis chapter 6. Thank God Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. God didn't find a righteous man. Noah found God's grace. Amen. And we need to find God's grace in our lives. And God used Noah and Noah by faith prepared the ark for the saving of his house. And we need to by faith uh, do what God wants us to do in our lives that others around us, that your loved ones, that your children, that your neighbors may find Christ and see Christ through you. Genesis 6, verse 17 uh, says, And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven. And everything that is in the earth shall die. This was the great flood. When did it happen? About 5,000 years ago. About four, no, about four, between about 4,500 years ago. Not that long ago. That's a long time, but uh, it happened. It happened. There's a whole museum, the Creation Museum, filled with proofs, proofs of all that happened during the flood time. And more and more and more discoveries. The Grand Canyon is 100% uh, only could happen at a sudden instance, the way all the formations of the rocks and everything that was cut through. We're not, we don't need to get into science. We just need to believe God's word that the flood had happened. And when you believe God's word, you'll be able to see clearly, wow, this world, uh, God did judge it at one point with the flood. The Bible says God sent the flood. Let's look in verse 18. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. God promised judgment 
on the earth. And it wasn't until Noah and his family, eight people total, went into the ark. And the Bible says God shut the door. Noah didn't shut the door. God shut the door. God shut the door to salvation. At that very moment, he shut the door. He shut the door to salvation. After God shut the door, not one soul was able to get saved. All souls on that earth were damned to the lake of fire at that very moment. The moment that ark door got shut, every single person, you know Noah's siblings didn't make it. His brothers and sisters. You know his relatives didn't make it. The only people that made it was Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives. That's it. Eight people total. Eight people total went into that ark. And that door was shut. And all the hundreds of thousands of people, the Bible says, died. They were damned to hell the moment God shut the door. The Lord gives two analogies, uh, two real stories that had happened where God sent judgment to this world why did God judge the world? Because of sin. He helps us. He tries to help. Uh, listen, there is a sin unto death. There is a time when your sin will get the better of you. We could play around with fire. I got burned pretty good on my finger last week with a nice torch and lit up my finger, and fire hurts. Bible says you put fire in your bosom, you're going to get burned. You put uh, uh, anything hot, you dump some hot coffee on your lap because somebody slammed their brakes in front of you and, and your coffee tilted over and it went all over your lap. I'm explaining a real story that happened to me. And you get real mad, you know. Uh, it burns. Sin. We know it. I don't have to try to prove it to you. Anyone in here stand up, say, sin's never hurt me. Nobody. Nobody can ever sin. The fruit of sin is corruption and destruction and death. But yet we'll always still play around with it, knowing uh, what will be the end of it, but hoping it won't be. But what we sow is what we'll reap, always. And we can't get around. But thank God that Noah found that grace, and thank God he found it in a merciful God, amen, whose mercy and his compassion is forever. But there comes a time when God's judgment will come, when God's judgment will fall, uh, when the seven trumps will sound, uh, when, the seven, when all the seals will be broken, and then the trumpets and then the vials will be poured out on this earth, will be the last judgment on this earth. Revelation, the book of Revelation, declares God's judgment in this world, horrible judgment, horrible judgment, worse than anything mankind has ever seen. God's judgment will be poured out in this world. As we can look back and we see on the next one, Genesis chapter 6. I'm sorry. 19, Genesis chapter 19 was Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah were party cities. They were the cities to go to at nighttime. Just like uh, Center City, 
South Street and Chestnut Street and all those areas where the clubs are in Delaware Ave. They were the, those were like Sodom and Gomorrah. They were the party cities. Amen. A beautiful area picked for the pleasure of mankind. And Lot put his eyes and said, wow, this is a, an amazing, beautiful area. Beautiful area. Uh, they got good food. They got, they're, they're lively. And, and I'm going to take my family here. And the Bible says he moved there in, in Sodom and Gomorrah. And it vexed his soul from day to day. Everything he heard and everything that was done in those places uh, why? Because he tried to live for God, uh, but it was against him. Everything was against him. Uh, their advertisements, the TV shows, what people talked about and what people did and what was put out in public. And everything just grieved Lot. And, but Lot was there. He was to be a light in those cities. He tried to preach, but he was shut down. Amen. And maybe God has you to be a light where, you at, where you're at, at work, uh, to your neighbors. We're to be lights in this world of God's coming judgment. God, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when I come. And he said, as it was in the days of Lot. Where was Lot at? He was in Sodom. Let's look in verse 12. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides? These are the angels. Uh, and Jesus will send his angels to pour out judgment uh, in the last times. He sends out the two angels specifically uh, to reap the world with that sickle where the blood of mankind will be up to the horse's bridle in that great notable day of the Lord. Hast thou here any beside? Son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. They didn't want to believe him. As we tell people today, listen, Jesus is returning. They say, oh, that's, that's crazy. You believe that? If I tell them, listen, aliens are on their way. Really? Where, where, where are they at? You, believe, you don't believe in Jesus who is evident in your heart and life and soul, and you, but you believe in some alien. God help us. Amen. God help us. Look at verse 22. Hasty, escape hither, for I cannot do anything. This is the angels talking. I cannot do anything till thou become hither. He's saying, I can't do anything. No judgment shall fall to these cities unless God's people are out. Not one bit of judgment. No, not one raindrop will fall until you're in that ark. Lot, not one... Fire will fall until you are out and safe. Verse 23, the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zoar. And the Lord reigned upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew these cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew up upon the ground. God rained down fire and brimstone. You know, those cities are still there. 
pure ash, balls of brimstone still on the ground. And you know what the world says? Because it's undeniable. When you see an old city that was dug up with the stones just crumbled ash, it's still there today. Still there. You can go, you can take a visit and go over there to where the plains of Sodom and Gomorrah still stand and they are still as they were back then. Balls of brimstone embedded inside the stones that are not of this earth. God had left it for a testimony, as he would say, as he said, that all the world may know that God does judge. And when you see the Grand Canyon, that all the world may know, yeah, it's beautiful, but God is a judging God and will judge this world because of man's sin. We must have our sins remitted. They must be made gone. Only the blood of Christ can wash our sins white as snow. Thank God for salvation. Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be when I come back. They were just eating and drinking, going on with life and going to work each day and going and getting their coffee in the morning and, and getting their lunch, not thinking about God at all. As the Bible says, and as man did not like to retain God in his own knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. And here we see today, man's heart's growing so wicked, man's thoughts growing so wicked, that every thought of man is just evil continually as it was in the days of Noah. The Bible says, because iniquity is going to abound, the love of many is going to wax cold. This world we are going to see is going to be in further degradation than it's ever been. Man is going to get more and more and more and more wicked. Well, how do you know? It's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Well, how do you know? I don't need the news to tell me. I will call the news right now and let them know it's going to happen, and they can report that. Why? Because the Bible told me so. Jesus is coming back. The times are here, the end times are upon us, and our Lord's return is nigh at hand. It's here. There was a day when Noah put that last board on, sealed the last bit of that gopher wood, where that last animal walked in, and God said, Noah, get in. The trumpet sounded. And the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Go to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. If you can't find it, just listen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7, the Bible says, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet. It had never rained before. He said, that's crazy. You believe that? You try to tell people back then, water's going to be falling out of the sky. They didn't believe it. We're used to it now, but back then they didn't believe it. God didn't make the earth like that originally. He made it as a, almost as a greenhouse where everything was pristine and perfect according to his creation. It wasn't what we see now. 
How do you have all those millions of pounds of water just floating up there over our head? Of course, we can study it, but it's so complex. And we can try to diagram everything that God did and created, but it's still, the more we research, the further and deeper it goes. Mankind's been studying uh, his whole life and writing it down, and yet it's still so complicated for us to even be able to understand. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, he was moved with fear. He feared God. God, I fear you. I believe you. I believe your word. I'm going to do this. He prepared an ark. He gave up his life and started moving for God. Moving for God. People thought he was nuts. People thought he was a fool. Our brother Johnny and Dana gave up their careers and said, you know what, we're moving for God. We're going to live by faith and do God's bidding. Amen. Amen. I'm going to do this. I know God will provide. Why? Because God's word reached the heart and it moves people. When you fear God, you listen to God. Beginning of wisdom is a fear of God, healthy fear of God. We go through life blindfolded, and we often stumble through life. And we don't get to live because our hearts are blinded to the fear of God. He feared God. He prepared that ark to the saving of his house. You care for your kids, you better serve God. You say you love your children, you serve God. You say you... uh, want to do something good for God, you serve God, you be faithful to God. By the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by works, no, just by faith, just believing. And believing, you always fall to what you really believe. You're filled with doubt, you don't believe in God. You doubt him. Anxious, you're not trusting God. We will always result to what we truly believe. Let's go to 2 Peter. 2 Peter is towards the back, a couple books before Revelation. 2 Peter chapter 2. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 4, For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. There's going to be a lot going to go on in the last days. Verse 5, and spared not the old world. The old world was how God created the world originally. But saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. It is still there today, those cities, as an example to us, an example to the world. You can't refute it. It's there. It's there. They don't want to say, you know what I've heard? The wicked say, Because it's obvious right there, huge cities. God needs to ask for forgiveness because he did that. Wow, what wicked hearts. What wicked hearts. Turn to God, who is 
ready to save, turn to God with an outstretched arm and to the uttermost he'll forgive you and save you and deliver you from the judgment that is to come. That ark was open to every animal. That ark was open to every man. Come. Come. Lot said, God, would you deliver these cities if I could find people? God said, sure, I'll deliver. I'll deliver all. But there is none, Lot. I'm just going to get you and your family out because it's coming. It's coming. Judgment of God is upon us and it is coming. It is coming. Second Peter chapter 3, the Bible says in verse 3, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 3, scoffers walking after their own lusts. They have a mouth to uh, mock, and you can tell by the way they live and their lifestyle and their lusts that it's all done by their wicked heart and the devil. Verse 4, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For, for since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overthrown with water perished. The world how God originally created it is gone. We live in a new world. The world God made, that's gone. After the flood came and broke everything up and after the land was divided later on, the world we live in now is almost like rubble compared to back then, the original. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store. God's still keeping it, though. Reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burnt up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to the promise, look for new heavens and new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. We need to release ourselves from this world. This world is nothing but rubble and sin and chaos and fear God and serve him and love him and walk with him. You are the light of the world. When Noah got the commandment, build that ark. Build that ark and get everybody. And he preached. He was a preacher of righteousness. Anyone that would listen to get in the ark when that day comes. Get in and believe God of his coming judgment. They thought he was crazy. They thought he was nuts. But that day came when that door was shut and everyone out was damned to the lake of fire. When no one listened to Lot, and they mocked him and thought he was nuts. So the angel said, you got to go now. They grabbed him by the hand and got him out, took him out. And then the fire and brimstone rained on those cities. And those cities were 
burnt up to ashes. Every stone, every street was nothing but ash. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians, a couple books over. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. The Bible says, verse 16, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the noise, uh, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Why will the dead rise first? Uh, those souls are already in heaven. Uh, but any element that is in this world of God's children, a molecule of, of, a, of a body that belongs to God's child, God's going to get it out. Whether in the sea, whether in the ground, uh, whether in an alligator's stomach, whatever it may be, God's going to get it out because this world is not worthy uh, of the children of God, and not one ounce of God's child will go through God's judgment. This is not the judgment of the Antichrist. This is the judgment of the living God upon this wicked world. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. It's going to be a great gathering in the sky. As God took Noah up to the ark, up to the ark, Noah, it's time. And God shut the door. All those were damned to the lake of fire at that point. Uh, when God took Lot and his family up out into the plains of Zoar, and then they hid in a cave, uh, then everyone in those cities were damned uh, to the lake of fire. And when God himself comes back in the clouds, our Lord Jesus Christ. God says we will, he will take his children up to the clouds to meet him in the air. Then all people on this earth at that moment will be damned to the lake of fire. There will only be one last covenant God will fulfill with his children Israel, with the children of Israel, and only a small remnant will be saved from them but everyone else, except for those, will be damned as before in all the judgments prior. Let's go to one more passage and we'll close. 2 Thessalonians, one book over. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, that's the Antichrist, uh, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. The Antichrist is not going to appear until something gets taken out first. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until it be taken out of the way. That's the Holy Spirit of God and God's church, those who are saved, God removes, just like the angel said, I cannot do anything until you are out of here. 
the judgment of God will be upon this earth. But God will, can't do anything until his children are out first. When the rapture occurs, that's when the judgment, the same day Noah went to the ark was the same day the rain fell. The same day Lot went out was the same day the fire and brimstone fell. The same day of the rapture is when the judgment of God will fall in this wicked world. Verse 8, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. I hear Christians say, oh, don't accept the mark of the, but what are you talking about? This is the day of our Savior, not the day of the Antichrist. This is the day of God's judgment. We don't have to fear the end times. We need to fear the living God. It is the judgment of our Lord upon this wicked world. Lot had nothing to fear. The angel said, I can't do anything until you're out of here. Noah had nothing to fear. He, hadn't had, he didn't have to fear the boat leaking or getting wet or trying to swim to the ark halfway through the storm or whatever uh, people try to uh, dictate the tribulation to be and during the middle of the tribulation. Listen, the judgment of God will be upon this earth and God will not do anything till every bit of his child is out of here. All and every one, if you're saved today, you got the Holy Spirit of God in you. The Spirit who is now letting will let. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. The Holy Spirit of God in you. Gone to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Verse 9, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. This is why they're going to go through that. This is why people go to hell, because they will not believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 11, And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie. Verse 12, That they all, not some, but that they all might be damned, who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Part of the judgment of God in the last days is God will send them a strong delusion. Brother Rob read in Revelation that they still did not turn to God, that they still did not repent. Why? Because part of the judgment of God is that they are at that point damned to the lake of fire. Why would God do such a thing? Why would God? God warns everyone now. His love is far greater than anything on this earth. His forgiveness reaches further than any gross sin you can ever commit, and he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The ark was there, was visible. Noah was preaching, come into the ark and be saved, for the coming judgment of God is upon us. One day that ark door shut and the rain started falling. The fountains of the deep broke. Water came up. Water came down and flooded the entire earth so that all that had breath were damned. When Lot went out, the fire and brimstone fell. They mocked Lot. They said, ah, your Savior, that's all a bunch of uh, baloney. We came from monkeys and we came from aliens. We are the gods of this earth. God said, oh, yeah, I will send fire and brimstone and destroy uh, these wicked cities. And God did. They're still today there as an example. And Christian, God 
as he gave us the book of Revelation. And every judgment step by step by step in detail of the coming judgment of God. And he described every step in detail up until that point to now even the world is saying, we are in the end times. People who don't believe in God know we are in the end times. I've heard it many times. We know there's something going on. We know we've crossed over to a point of no return. We are in the day of our Lord, and his coming is nigh. We need to all look up and fear our God. God, when you want me in the ark, I know you're going to shut the door. I'm there, Lord. I'm with you. No, you're saved. If you're not sure you're saved today, you're not sure you're going to make it, get saved today. Make sure you're saved. Make sure your families know. Lot waited to the very end. Listen, judgment is here right now. And they said, ah, you're crazy. He might have not been the best testimony. He might have not lived the best for Christ. And when he tried to tell them about the Lord, he thought he, they thought he was crazy. Make sure you tell your loved ones. Make sure your life exemplifies what your message is. And you can share Christ with somebody that they may behold your good works and glorify God in heaven above. You want your loved ones to get saved. Your, your, your life has to match the message of a loving Savior who died for you and forgave your, your sins and has given you life to live more abundantly. Let your light so shine before men that others may be on the ark. Imagine being stuck with just your family on the ark. Your friend's not there? Your loved ones? Your best friend? Your neighbor who you always talk to? They're gone. And when we see them stand before the Lord on Judgment Day, they're going to look at you and say, maybe, maybe if you would have told me about this, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be in this state right now. How shall they hear without a preacher? You must tell people about Christ. Day is upon us. Christ can come today. Christ can come tomorrow. We must fear God, serve Him, and press forward for the honor and glory of Christ. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, pray you stir us up. Make it a reality of the coming day. Noah had a reality of the coming judgment. He didn't wait to start building the ark the day before it rained, Lord. He feared God and started immediately and pressed on the rest of his days to build for you. Father, I pray you stir up the same spirit, Lord, that was with Noah, the spirit of Christ. Stir it up, Lord, within us that we may live for you, that our life may exemplify the Lord Jesus Christ, the sinless Savior, the sanctifying Savior the forgiving Savior, the loving Savior, the powerful Savior in us. Lord, may all honor and glory go to you. I pray will you help us. Give us grace to look up today. Will you find us watching when you return? In Jesus' name, let's all stand. I want to offer an opportunity for you to come. Lord, stir up my fear for you.
Noah prepared the ark for the saving of his house. God wants to use you to see others saved today. Christian, what are you tied up with that your life is too busy for Christ? Let it go. When the fire falls, the gold will burn up. The money will burn up. God will give you those things if you put him first. But if you live for those things, you'll lose it. But he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Christian, what do you have to fear? Fear God. Walk with him. Live for him. It's his day of judgment, not the devil's. We are on the winning side. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, King of Kings, will come on that white horse and we will be right by his side. Are you saved today? Do you know for sure that you have Christ inside of you? Do you know for sure that if you die, you'd go to heaven? If not, be ye saved. Come down. I'll take the Bible and show you how you can know for sure that you're born again of his spirit. That when he returns, you will meet him in the air and so shall you ever be with the Lord. Come home. Come home. Ye who are weary, come home. Earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling. Calling all sinner, come home. Father, thank you, Lord, for preparation. Lord, we won't be here during that time, judgment. But yet you revealed it to us. Lord, to stir us up, to show us our need for you. Lord, Noah, Father was delivered. Lot was delivered. We will be delivered also. But let us share it with somebody. Let us live it, Lord as truth, to know that your day is coming. Help our lives to match the message. Help our hearts to be turned to Christ. Stir us up, O oh God. Give us a stirring in these last terrible days, Lord, where there's a falling away. Lord, the spirit of this world is upon us. May the spirit of God be greater. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Try to come out Wednesday night service for a Hot Wing Wednesday. And uh, also, uh, don't forget about all the announcements. Sign-up sheet for Usher's Conference is in the back. God bless you.